0: Time to warrior up, grab one cream and two sugars, pour a cup of JoJo.
1: And you watch me play in guitar, and you feel what my fingers can do. And the the Go, go. No, this is Greg. Hello?
2: Hello. Hey, this is Matt from Partside Collectibles.
3: Hey Matt, how are you today, man? This is uh Greg. How are we doing? Man, we're doing fine. Yourself today? I'm I'm doing
2: great. I'm running around like a maniac, but uh great otherwise.
0: Hey, that's uh that's
3: a good problem to have on a Monday, right? <laughs> it's definitely
2: the right way to start a week. I just hope I can get everything done.
3: Oh man, hey, hey! Best of luck to you, brother. Fingers crossed.
2: Right on. Is JoJo doing the podcast right now?
3: I think so. Um, he gave me the the number to call in and said that uh, you know call in at uh, 12 Eastern. And um, I was on the line a little bit before then, and I heard an intro. And then you know I, I'm not sure. Maybe they're doing in, introduction introductory stuff. You know, getting the getting the wheels set up. I think we're just on standby, maybe.
2: How long? Do you know how long it lasts? Runs about an hour, right?
3: I'm I'm not sure. He didn't say up front,
2: all right, I'm gonna probably try to call back in about ten fifteen minutes then
3: okay, cool. So, we'll be looking for you, luck Matt. you
2: i'll talk to you I'll talk to you later. I'm sure
3: all right, see you All
2: right. bye.
1: No, man, can't hear you. Hello.
3: Now I got that uh that button come through the beep Yeah, I got nothing on uh your end. I can talk to you but uh I can't hear anything. Maybe just shoot me text. All right, I'll stay on.
4: JoJo. I'm trying to get mine now. What do I have to
3: do? Hey, 20? i got you, Joe.
4: No, you're good to go. Oh. That's a trip. Hey, hey, hey. can you hear me? Oh, I yeah, you. man, I yeah, I, no. I, can oh. hear you. You
0: have to get on your phone. So so we went all the over here. We're, we're on our phones here. For some reason, we're the we, hear, yeah, we we can hear. Yeah, we can hear you. And um, and uh, the Internet can hear you, but uh, for some reason, they can't actually hear anything from us. Hey,
3: I've got Just you now. You guys are coming through loud and clear, man.
4: Hello. Such a trip. Hey, is Matt there too? Matt, is that you?
2: That's Matt from Parkside. What's going on?
4: Oh, man. I don't know. This is so bizarre, you guys. It's like – um. We're, we're 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 trying to figure out the mechanics and we're thinking that JP the producer and co host we're thinking his switchboard is is maybe needs to get tuned up a little. That's the only thing because or our one of the one of your chords. Maybe one of your chords went bad. But it's, it's so weird. Can you hear that? Should we just stay on mine and then put yeah, on the speaker? On no, just, and just put it on the speaker, both yeah. of us could talk?
2: Yeah.
4: So we won't just so we won't get that going. Okay, you guys can hear me? I can hear I can. You. Okay, cool. Matt, can you hear me too? I can hear you. Okay, cool. So, so let's let's talk about this, you guys. We're just gonna have to edit it later and um, fast forward through. Uh, Jake's gonna have to do some work. My boy Jake <laughs> has to do some work later.
0: Pass me on the back. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you guys, just let us know we're gonna start
4: we're gonna start be doing sometime real soon. Here, we're gonna start also doing it uh, live as far as like a live show, as far as um, not just audio but video as well YouTube, and then. Greg, we would like to talk to you uh, off the radio show too about, about maybe you um, having having your own show uh, on on the the TSO the Sports Offensive. Oh wow, yeah,
3: man. You know whatever I can do to help you guys out, man. I, I mean, I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you.
4: Cool. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey Greg. Real, real quick before because we know that um, Matt from ParksideCards.com, we know he's like um, in the mix and the mesh and in the, he's in the He's in the war room, so to speak, right now, as far as like getting cards processed and everything like that. So we're going to get behind the scenes of uh, sports cards making and everything like that. Matt, you want to fire away? Do you want to go on your own? What, you want
2: to your what, what do you want me to talk about, man? It's, yeah, it's, it's chaos over here, but it's good chaos, you know.
4: It, 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 exactly. Just talk about that. that. That's some good stuff right there because we're talking about. We're JP and I are super excited that um, that sports cars are making a huge, huge comeback and we're thinking finally, 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 sports cards are making a comeback and all across the board and you guys have the have the niche and you guys have the the the, uh, the corner market for for lacrosse even uh, sports cards. So go ahead and talk about what you guys have been doing with uh, Major League Lacrosse and their sports cards.
2: It's 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 been a it's been it's been a fun it's been a fun journey. Um and we're and we're like, you know um, seconds away from, from the product hitting out hitting out to the first people that bought it, and uh, uh, hopefully a couple stores that are that have expressed some interest. Um, you know, we, we started this process almost two years ago, believe it or not, and uh, it took us a while uh, to decide that we were actually going to move forward uh, with lacrosse, and and it made sense this year with you know so much turmoil with two leagues. And uh, and everything and, and MLL is getting ready to celebrate its 20th birthday, so it just made it made all the sense in the world to dive in and make a great product for lacrosse fans. And hopefully, you know, Oakley will attract collectors that aren't necessarily lacrosse fans, but will become some. And it's 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 been fantastic working with MLL. Um, you know, John O'Leary and Kerry Gamper over there in their in their main office are amazing. And each each team. Um, you know, Boston, uh, Keller Denham, uh, Atlanta, uh, Ty- uh, Dylan Gates A- 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 and Spencer Ford, and um, Chesapeake, Heather Huntman, um yo, golly, let me keep going down the list, Dallas, uh, Austin Lee, Bill Gorin, their president, uh, Denver, uh, Grant Larson. And New York, um, uh, you know, Michael Sharon, like everybody, everybody's just been so welcoming and, and, and embraced the idea and the product and the process. Hey, hey Matt, players,
4: Matt, I'm going to interrupt, uh, 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 interrupt you for just for a quick second. I think that was pretty awesome because you were going down the list Like, like, a grand like, like, you just won the award because you wanted to thank everyone. That was, that was, that was much, much integrity respect for you. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Uh, yeah, man. It's, you know, it's, it's Listen, we, you know, we, we – Eric Christensen, who's my who's my partner uh, in this endeavor, we, we're Hollywood guys. We uh, – you know, I moved to Hollywood from Maryland to, to write movies, and Eric's been producing television for 30 years. So, so there's nothing you do in life that isn't collaborative, and there's nothing creative you do in life where you're not really, really relying on a healthy dose of other people. And, and trading cards are equal parts creative – Historical, um, it's been it's been it's been great, and you know, and I can't I can't tell you enough about how how great the players have been. I mean, you know, for your for your for your outlaws, buddy, like son of a gun, dude, Courier, like he's a rock star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and, and and my personal favorite player is Schlosser, dude. Schlosser's a rock star, and Adler, it's just like I wish we could have done more with every guy possible, but you, you know, it's our first year, it's our first product. And uh, and we had to cut it down, but it's like you know we got a Carter Jr. Uh, in, into the set. It's kind of funny he's in as an alumni, so I wish we had gotten a chance to change that. Um, <laughs> no, that could be
4: that could be a great collection right there.
2: It's going to be you know for lacrosse fans it's it's going to be a great it's going to be a great addition to to their collection of, of of MLL, but just lacrosse you know paraphernalia in general. We've got a healthy dose. Of early studs from MLL years. I mean, we got, you know, one of the greatest players ever. Grant 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 is hands hands down one of the top two or three players to ever to ever play professional lacrosse in the United States. Um, yes. You know, we got we got Jesse Hubbard, man. We got we got Jamie Hanford. We got you know we got Lee Zink. We got Matt Boquette. uh We got some rad rad players. Jesse Schwartzman, dude, like the great one of the greatest goalies ever. We got some, some great guys to participate in the set. We made uh, we made some great cards. One of my favorite things is we did get to include the three teams that contracted. So there's a healthy dose of machine cards. There's a healthy dose of launch cards. There's a healthy dose of uh, hounds cards. Um, you know, there's an autograph in every box, and then you know, just to show how much the league believes in what we're doing, it believes the outreach of the product. Um, every box of cards comes with four general admission tickets to any MLL game for the season other than the All-Star Championship. And we think that's going to really turn on a lot of new fans. That's awesome. We're excited, man. That's
4: crazy. It's, it's, that's crazy. It's, um, you know, cards, sports cards, um, for me, I, I have a whole bunch of um, uh, NBA cards. Most of my cards are NBA but like like what, what I'm saying is like um uh, we were talking earlier off the air and before we got on the show JP and I about um we're we're pretty excited like what I said already that we're pretty excited that sports cars are making a huge comeback and it's about time um, they they bring up good memories for 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 any age even like instant memories when you're a little kid like you could sit down. In your garage, in an uncomfortable chair on the floor, on a on a bucket or something like that, and you'll feel like you're sitting on a recliner when you're looking at cards because you're imagine like they say, that saying a picture's worth a thousand words, well a sport card is worth a, a, a thousand plus imaginations. And you go out there and you look at you're you're all of a sudden you're looking at your card. It was like whoa! Uh, I'm looking at the same card for like 20 minutes. I thought I was only looking at this one card for like 20 seconds,
0: and, and
4: then and then your because your imagination is just it, it's like. Sports cards turn into like a movie in your head, and then you you, 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 you those pictures are so awesome because you get to know the the the, the uh, it turns on its whole persona, the character and everything like that, and it, it, it's it's an instant classic. Every card is an instant classic, and some hold more memories than others. But the kids and the adults and the high school age and the college age, they look at the cards and they're like, man, i i I remember this, I remember this like it was yesterday. And sometimes this doesn't even happen yet. You know what I mean? Your imagination's yeah. run running
2: wild. Um, uh, it's one of the you, big reasons why we're doing this is, is we believe in the transcendence uh, 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 that, that these sports cards can provide. I mean, you know, like you said, you have the old NBA stuff. I, I have tons of tons of cards from when I was a kid, and I look at them and it takes me back to, to that age. Um, you know, I can look at tons of cards and tell you the exact year they're from. I can tell you how old I was. I can tell you where I was living, what I was doing. Uh, I can tell you that who was my favorite player that year. It's just, you know, we believe in the transcendence of, of, of this sports memorabilia and sports cards. And, and you know, in all sincerity, uh, we believe that lacrosse has long due of this kind of yes. experience with fans. You know, one of the other big reasons that we did this is the lacrosse players, the professional lacrosse players, are so accessible to these young kids and these fans. And, you know, we were looking at pictures when we, the day we made the final decision um, to just move forward and do this, we were looking at pictures of post-game autograph signing in Dallas. And there are kids lined up getting t-shirts signed. And, you know, if you've ever had a t-shirt autographed by somebody, it it becomes a strange heirloom. You can't you can't really wash it. You can't really wear it. Uh, it ends up kind of in a drawer, and and then ultimately it gets lost or forgotten about. We just thought, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm.
0: it doesn't guys, hold,
4: it doesn't hold that nostalgia as much, right?
2: It for does. Sure. It well, it's, it's 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 an un it's it, you can't pre, you can't preserve it properly. We thought we thought mm-hmm. these guys are so exceptional. Uh, these fans need something that they can keep with them for the rest of their lives. You know. Um, there was an old football player in Baltimore history, a guy named Artie Donovan. I met him once, and he gave me an autograph on a card. And uh, uh, this has got to be 30 years ago. And I still have that. And I look at that, and I think, man, this guy this guy was he was an old man then. I was a little kid. He offered me a can of old Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did uh, getting get an autograph as ludicrous as the story is, but you know, it's just it's it connects me to that age. It connects me back to that time. I mean, this is a guy who's just an epic football player in his own right. But I don't even think about it in that regard. I think about myself. Transports me to me, um, and I think that that's a big part of what these things can do for people. And hopefully, we'll see if that's what they do over these years.
4: Exactly. And I, I remember. Remember, like, so you guys are doing the. You get four tickets, everyone. Besides the. Uh, M L L All Star game besides the, the championship weekend, you guys get four cards for for set. That's pretty crazy. It's like I, I remember the gum. Remember the, remember those hard stick of gums they used to get? That, that was yeah. I, I was like, man, that, that gum's like hard and crunchy, but it was but but you make it work because because you make it work because you get sports cards with it. That gum was like the best tasting thing ever.
2: My uh my my I have a thirteen year old daughter. And uh, we went out to uh, the hobby store a while ago to buy some st- supplies, and uh, I bought a pack of baseball cards for her from 1986. Popped it open, and I gave her ten dollars to eat the piece of gum from
1: 1986.
2: <laughs> and I, I don't think she's—I don't think she's quite over it yet. <laughs> it was—it's was pretty nasty.
4: It's like but a huge
2: biting into cardboard.
4: Uh, but, yeah. And then you remember. We're gonna get we're gonna get uh, GK uh, on here in a quick second. But I remember I remember that even when um, the Cabbage Patch kids, uh, they even came out with cards because they seen that sports cards were such a hit. They came out with their own cards, and I said, man, that's crazy. Like I even respect I didn't collect them or anything like that, but I know some of my friends did. I was like, man, that's respectable because that just shows like on how awesome and how totally gnarly uh, cards cards are. People love you know, the.
0: Right, yeah, J P. Has something to say on this. Oh. That, it's J P. So you know, I, just just um, with your uh, your mentioning of the trends, um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking the music and vinyl has made a comeback now in music. So you're exactly right with the trends going back to the old feel of the nostalgia of everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I have tons of baseball cards back in PA that I want to get my hands on right now. They're up in the, yeah. up in the attic right now. So.
2: <laughs> It's the same thing with vinyl, man. You you hold an old album, you remember where you were when you bought it. You know, I can tell you right now, the first album I ever bought with my own money, Purple Rain. I remember going to Sam Goody in the mm-hmm. Columbia Mall back in Maryland, and I think it was like twelve bucks, and I bought that, and it felt great, and I remember it. And like if you had, if you hated me Purple Rain. It'll put me in, 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 in an old beige Mazda mm-hmm. with my older sister driving me to the mall. Yeah.
0: I'll
2: remember it. It's like these things transcend. You know, we're, we're moving into a digital world, and if everything goes wireless and digital, sooner or later our houses are going to be a couch, a television, and that's it. So people are going to collect.
4: Living, we got to fill our space. World. <laughs> exactly.
2: Exactly. Hey Jojo, I gotta be awful, man. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta dive back onto another phone call, but I wanted to tell you thank you for letting me uh, come on and, and gab at you.
4: You're welcome. Hey, Keith, Keith. Okay. Hey, great kiddo. Th- thank you so much, you I'm gonna hook you guys up some more, but thank, thank you so much, man. Parkside, ParksideCars.com, everybody.
2: I'll talk to you soon, Jojo. Thanks, man.
4: Sounds good. But I'll talk to you again soon.
3: Great, great, great. You there? Yeah, I'm here, man. You got me?
4: Yeah. Um, so.
3: I, I apologize
4: because I, I wanted. He, I guess he had another phone call right now. I wanted you guys to talk a little bit more, uh, but 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna hook you guys up some more because I I think he has some good ideas. So so G K. Um he 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 would just Parkside was just calling from um, the Los Angeles metro area. Greg Greg uh Greg G K over here calling in from Arkansas, and we're right here in the Miami City, the, the the home base for. Um, tsodisportsoffensive dot com fifty two eighty. So, so Greg, so tell us about about your sports sports cards and 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 how you're refurbishing and everything like that, getting, getting back getting back on the cards and what it means to you. Well, you
3: know, I mean that's a that's a great question, and and you know it's it's awesome to follow behind Matt because what he talked about was that transcendence and going back in time. You know that that's a. Mm. Immensely powerful thing, right? So, you know, man, I've been collecting over 40 years, man. I mean, I remember the first football card I put my hands on was just this beat up old Oakland Raiders Ronaldo Nehemiah from, I I believe it was the 1972 Topps card. And I've been collecting cards ever since, you know, and I'll take breaks from the hobby. I'm in and I'm out. I'm in and I'm out. But I'll tell you this, you know, that football cards most specifically you know there for a while i collected all yeah. cards and but yeah. football cards have probably been the one constant in my life since mm. i was a little boy you know they've they've been mm. through they, they they've been there with me since through all the war trips they've been there through the through the marriages through the divorce through the births through the deaths mm. through the through the moves through the you know the great ideas the big failures mm. you name it man you know if there's there was one thing that i always had and i could always go back to was was those football cards and and luckily enough you know that collection's grown over the years and things have really nice. changed um in the hobby overall you know um there back in the day you know when i was like 8 to 10 years old you know it, all we could do is go to a convenience store and buy wax packs, and that's it. You know, we didn't even know yeah. about Beckett's. You know, an autograph was an impossibility. You know, we didn't have the means to go to uh, stadium games or anything like that. Um, right. But then that's your super a lucky few years – y- Yeah, you were very lucky. You know, I mean, you, you couldn't mow enough yards and shine enough shoes back in the day to, to get a ticket, let alone the ride to get to the stadium, you know, co- coming <laughs> up in a – in an area that there was no sports franchise. So, right. um, you know, it, it, it was a great thing, and we were all connected. Just like what Matt was saying, you know, the, the collaboration then, you know, I can remember that. That's some of the first collaborative efforts of, of me and my buddies back in grade school trying to work together to pool our money together to get a pack of cards. And then we'd split the pack of cards amongst favorite teams and players, you know, and there there was just a, there was a brotherhood that we didn't even know we were getting involved in that was going on at that time. So, you know, it, it, it goes way, way back, man. This, this is a, this is a great hobby and I'm glad that there's a resurgence there. And with the advent of social media, you know, the resurgence is way different and it's unparalleled to what,
0: uh, what it used to be for sure.
4: Oh, that's a good – JP I didn't think of that what great with uh, with GK 45 times 45 just said so so social media is going to even take it to even a, could, could very well possibly take it to even another extra level
0: yeah like I said got his, uh, the word out more. yeah thanks has got uh, up on uh, the sports offensive YouTube channel he's unwrapping wax packs Mm-hmm. I forget which year uh, baseball cards, because he's a big baseball fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, fresh packs that he, he, he's buying up left and right of like eighty six, and 80 s eighty eight and he's uh he's uh, unwrapping them up on our YouTube channel live, or not live, but he's he's taping and him mm-hmm. putting them up. And uh, you know, there's the, the, the resurgence coming back in, yeah. and and the, and the fact of social media, YouTube, and and every single which way you look at it, there's a whole di- you know direction that this could go.
4: Yeah, it, it is like an, it oh, like an, an extra.
0: Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, it's it, it's
3: amazing. You know, I, I I was gonna say, you know, back when I was eight to ten years old, you know, our only our only outlet to express our passion for the hobby was to maybe go to a card shop, and and the guy behind the counter at the card shop, back then, man, he wasn't a pleasant dude. You know, here's here's this old <laughs> <Yeah>. decrepit guy <laughs> chewing on a cigar, you know, and and you awesome. come in there and you're, you're you're just a kid and you're like all you all you want to do is share your love and passion for the hobby and you lay your cards up on his table and he chews on that cigar and he spits at you and
4: man that ain't worth nothing kid
3: you know and then but you look over to the right and left and he's you know he's got that same exact card that you've sat on his counter he's got that same exact card at like four times the book value and there's no difference other than who owns the card but everybody was undervaluing what those people had, what the, us kids had, you know, and then then I think about it in this regard too, you know, I mean, uh, my parents, you know, bless their hearts, they they did, they did provided me with a lot of cards and the means to get cards, but at the end of the day, they were like, hey, you know, that's just cardboard, and maybe it'll be worth something someday. Well, you know, I didn't hang on to them in the hopes that they'd be worth something, but not a lot of people took them serious, and, and you know, it was just kind of like, hey, man, you know, why are you wasting all your money on that cardboard, and even as people evolve and you know I talk to people on Instagram quite a bit um you know I try to try to respond to as many followers on YouTube as possible and and sooner or later it'll come back to that 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 they had a key person in their life that was undervaluing what they had, and you know there's a huge emotional investment you know that 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 collectors have with their sports cards, believe it or not, and that really comes to the surface once once you take a little bit of time, talk to these people, listen to what they have to say, you'll find out that man, there's a lot of emotion, a lot of passion, in what they're doing, and and, and social media is a great outlet to 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 put that on display for all of us to share.
4: Yeah, exactly, and and then and then the the the, the trading. The selling, um, the collecting, all of it together, it just brings in- instant memories, instant fun:
3: Yeah, yeah, you know, and I've, I've, I've hit, hit on that uh, uh, during my different breaks. you know i I've, I've, I've traded cards, I've sold and flipped cards, you know, I've met people through cards, and, and some of the people that I'm meeting now on this latest endeavor are some of the best best collectors and best people. Um, around, you know, they're they're in the hobby for the right reasons. They're they're doing right by people. Um, you know that that guy that I was talking about earlier, that old man behind the card shop counter, he's a dinosaur, yeah. you know. And and they're they're becoming extinct. And you know, I travel around the country quite a bit, and when I do, I make a point to go into these card shops. And you know, I come in unannounced. I'm not anybody, you know. I'm just a I'm just an old dude that likes to walk in card shops, I guess. But you know, I'll look around and I'll see, you know, what. How, how they've got things posted and, and squared away on their, in their shelves and on their walls. And and I'll listen to how they treat their customers, you know, and, you know, there's still some dinosaurs out there. I'm not going to lie, but, you hmm. know, at the same time you can get on YouTube or Instagram and you can find a, a a, a, a young guy or a gal with that passion and, they're, and they're coming hard and they're going to do everything they can to serve their customers and serve the community the best way they know how. And they don't have those preconceived rules or notions of how the hobby should be. You know, um, you talk to a lot of old-time hobby shop owners and card shop owners, and they'll talk about, well, you know, eBay and the Internet has really ruined things for us. Well, it didn't ruin things for anybody. It just gave a whole new section of good people an opportunity to get out there and get after it. And that's a that's a beautiful thing, man. Right.
4: Right, that's the that's that's a good way to look at it too. Even even that part of um
0: internet stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. A, I know there's a lot a lot of fakes on eBay right now. is mm-hmm. is my understanding. Yeah, well, so, you so know,
3: there, there there could be fakes. You know, I a lot of good ones. Like, I don't. Yeah, just got to be careful. I, no, no, I no. don't know. I I think I think if you bu- you're buying a sealed product, um. You know, the, the chances of that are nil. And there's always going to be bad things and bad people out there, but, you know, you, it's kind of like competition. You know, if 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 we spend mm. all of our energy trying to do the best we can, we don't have energy, any energy left to worry about the competition. And I tell you what, there, you know, here, there's a guy that I follow on YouTube, and he's got his own website, and if you don't mind me giving him a plug – Man, uh, and, no, and the reason why is because it 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 covers this transparency issue that you just wow. alluded to, JP. Okay. Um So Ryan Urso with Bustin Packs 87. That's how you find him on Instagram and YouTube. Bustin Packs 87. You can find him on his website, TheBombPack.com. And this guy is a repack specialist, so he'll repack cards and then offer them to customers. And that's one of the things he does on his YouTube channel. Is he he shows that repack process. So that viewer, that customer, if you go to thebombpack.com and you select, you know, a nuclear bomb pack or the bomb pack or the soon-to-come firecracker pack, you're gonna see that thing put in the package. You're gonna see it assembled live, live on YouTube, and and he'll talk about his approach to business and how he's going about things. And I, you know what, Panini, Tops, Fleer, Skybox, Game Day, any of those any of those established names in the industry, I don't see them doing that. And so in, in, in my opinion, you know, let the fakes be fakes. Sooner or later they'll get found out, you know, and they, they won't be around for the long haul. But when there's somebody that's, that's authentic, has a passion and the drive to, to take care of others, if they're willing to put themselves out there and do that kind of thing, you know, they're going to get that support eventually, and, and things are really going to go their way. So, you know, and he's not the only one out there doing it, but there's a lot of people out there that that are taking it to the next level. They're putting that that transparency up there for their customers to see. They're putting their interests and their passion out there, you know, everything that's going to hit all those emotional drawstrings and bring us into the into the mix and and get us behind them and rally us around them. They're doing that out there and and it's and it, it it's amazing. I can't wait to see what it evolves into over the next few years. Yeah, I,
4: I I can't wait to. See. Yeah,
3: yeah, because the next the next few weeks,
4: months, and years are gonna are gonna go by. Um, with 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 cards with cards and card trading and card collecting and stuff. Like we said, it, it, it's getting so huge, again, that um, I can't wait either, Greg.
3: Oh yeah, you know, and and there's a there's you know, there's a reason why it's going to get huge. The technology has really changed. You know, back when I was a kid and first collecting, you, you know, you were limited to just a, a stick of cardboard and then that gum that you guys were talking about earlier. That's it. You know, <laughs> yeah. There wasn't insert cards. There weren't parallel cards. There weren't multi-foil prismatic effects. There weren't autographs. There weren't sports patch memorabilia, game used or player worn or this or that. The technology is so far advanced, and those pieces of cardboard now, I mean, it's not hard to find a card that is legitimately worth in excess of $250, you know, and that's just like a regular card. And to to see that out there, you know, it could be intimidating if you're just an upstart collector or – Maybe you're a guy like me with a bunch of uh you know card boxes in, in storage, and you're thinking, man, you know I don't have any of that good stuff or I don't have that stuff I'm seeing on social. well, you know what man uh, you don't have to have it to have that passion or that drive for the hobby right and and, right. and somebody out there is going to be interested in what you have to offer
4: you get, you guys remember j p you guys remember um back um with the because this this is a good way of what you were saying about the extra technology and everything i do remember they didn't hit off as well as i thought they should have when i was a kid um because of the fact before i mention what it is is i thought it was a great idea i was like man how did they do this and i was sitting there looking at those cards for a while it's like how did they do this This is really neat but it, it it took off but not nearly as much as I thought it should have, maybe because, maybe, now that I think about it, maybe because they didn't make enough of them or something. Maybe that was their scheme. But what I'm talking about, remember those 3D cards? You turn it a certain way and it looks like they're moving kind of. Why Why? Oh yeah, yeah. so
3: big? Oh, those, those were amazing. You know, the the first time I remember yeah. seeing uh, the, the 3D-type cards was, uh, believe yeah, it or you not. you could feel that kind in, of, yeah in the early 70s, you used to be able to get sports cards on the back of, uh, like, Hostess Twinkies and Ding Dongs. And that was the mm-hmm. first time I remembered seeing, I think, 74, between 73 and 1975, and they'd have these cards. But as as time went on, they, they reintroduced them in the, in the 80s, and they don't hold up well over time, and they didn't back then. And I can remember in the early 90s going into some hobby shops when I was uh, – uh stationed out there in, in, in Camp Pendleton that uh you could open a wax pack or a foil pack at that time uh with a hologram card in there and the the stuff that made it holographic and, and give it that, that shape shift and whatever, it might not even last from the factory to when somebody opens the pack. So I think those kind of things got a bad rap and they're in the nineties, you know, they talk about a glut of overproduction. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: and so that 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 overproduction kind of uh kind of soured everybody on the experience, but you know, there's some real hot cards out there. You know, the Contenders line has has a has an effect called cracked ice and it's a collector's favorite. You know, people across the board just go crazy over this thing. Um and and it's a and it's effective on, you know, probably you know, I don't have the odds sitting in front of me, so I don't, I don't want to miss misspeak on what the card ratio is. But let's say, for instance, two out of every you know, hundred cards has this cracked ice effect, and they're usually numbered in a in a sequence. You know, out of ten, out of twenty five, out of fifty. Um, you know, back twenty five years ago, cracked ice was available. Now it wasn't called cracked ice, and it wasn't available through all the products, and they didn't have the numbering sequences and the amount of parallel inserts uh, available back then, but it was available. But nowadays, they've figured out a way to market and, market and target those cards to to an audience or to specific buyers, and it's only going to get better. I, I don't think we're going to see like, like how you just talked about the 3D. They were there, and then they disappeared. Whatever we're seeing now, you know, they're going to get in and do the – they're going to analyze the hard data. They're going to look at the metrics, and they're going to figure out what products are going to sell and continually sell. And companies are going to have to do that to boost their numbers because the amount of people out there that are that are getting in on the hobby and monetizing it through all the different means available uh, is really going to push these uh, large card companies to to really step their game up and and, and – provide a great service to the, their customers
4: and, and and speaking of all this definitely kudos for the for the company the, pe- the first people and the people that continue to try to do those uh, hologram um, 3d style affected cards but what if now the technology is so better JP great what what if now they tried they tried it again it, it, it might stand the test of time because not just the memories but as, as the physical touch of it because the, the, the technology is so much better
3: yeah i i I wouldn't be afraid to try it if I was making cards now you know um what what one thing you know the autograph is a staple um you, I don't think we'll be ever be able to to take that off the top rung you know right behind it is is a memorabilia card with a with a patch of you know either a jersey a ball a cleat a helmet you know whatever mm-hmm. whatever, whatever they're sticking in between pieces of cardboard uh these days but then if you can get that autograph with a patch. And they've got the holographic prismatic effects. I mean, they're some of these things are just they're artwork, really. You know, and um, you, you just <laughs> you, like I look at them and I'm kind of almost speechless because I would have never imagined, at various times during my collecting career, seeing something that looks like like a like a Panini flawless football card that's broken out of like a an eighteen hundred dollar suitcase, you know, for for ten cards. You know, mm-hmm. and you look at those things, and they they're, they're
4: gorgeous. Great. I I know you mentioned like your um your first card you remember is Nehemiah from um
3: from the the
4: Raiders that Raiders card the first card that you that you yep. got your hands on. Well, what, what, what about what are your say your and I know you went to specifics specifics right now as far as like different styles and types of cards like autographed autographed cards are are be the best. Um, I'm glad Parkside cards are doing that. Uh, every every pack is going to have one autographed card from a major league of the cross player because that that is huge. But uh, you put the name with the face, the face with the name. You know, their, their special, unique way that they autograph. It's pretty awesome, fun, everything. But what is your favorite? Not your favorite, but your your top. Let's say about your top five. Favorite cards, whether it's football, NBA, or whatever, that is not one of those special type cards, just like a regular card that, that wasn't expected to be that awesome. But no, oh, yeah, just like everyone, but like your your what? what which ones do you like? And and then in your top five, and then and then
3: why? Well, the first off uh, would be would be the nineteen seventy eight Earl Campbell card, and and that oh. was back then. You know, tops. Um, you know. A rookie card wasn't like a, a rookie card like nowadays. Nowadays, you know, we've got rookie cards like like Kyler Murray is a hot card right now across all of the major football brands, and the guy's never played a down of NFL football, but his cards are extremely valuable. Now back back then in the in the mid '70s, late '70s, when I started collecting, um, that player had to play a season, and then they made a card of that guy, and in 1978 was the year following uh, Earl Campbell's rookie year with the Houston Oilers. And they produced them in 78, and then not again in 79 and 80. I took a break from collecting right around 83, 84. And so from 78 to 84, there was never another Earl Campbell card produced. And I've held on to that one for for years and years. Um, Another favorite of mine is that uh, 1977 Topps uh, Tom Jackson, um, I, you know, I, I put it up on Instagram and I said, you know, this card was one of my favorites because he looked like what I wanted to be as a football player, you know, and right. and that was that was one of my favorites right there, you know. I've got to, I've got a couple of collect, Collectors Edge '93 John Elway cards, and they have that cracked ice effect that I was talking about earlier. So that'd probably be three and four, and then. I've got um, probably my fifth favorite would be, you know, it's it's kind of a push between uh, a Terrell Davis rookie card, you know, and I've got a couple of those, and then also too, you know, back in the day, you know, I collected a lot of basketball cards, kind of like like you did, mm-hmm. and, and back in 1980, 81, Tops Basketball, the card itself was a three-partition card, so on that three by three by four <laughs> card, you actually had three little cards and it was perforated and you could break them apart. And that's how we played with them. You know, we, we broke them apart and we put them on the ground, like five guys on a basketball team. And I don't, I don't even remember the kind of game we, we, we structured around that breakout, but we had, we broke all these raw cards up into the three sections. Unfortunately for me, I had, uh, there was a, a, that was Magic Johnson and Larry Bird's rookie season. And those two base cards, Larry Bird base card and the Magic Johnson base card, were joined with a Julius Erving, Julius Erving, Dr. J slam dunk card. And I separated that. I, I had like four or five copies of this card, and I separated uh-huh. every damn one of them. And
0: nowadays,
3: ah. you know, that thing, <laughs> that thing would be amazing if I kept it all together. Now I've I've got mm-hmm. the shambles of it left in a in a top loader right now just as a as a childhood memory to you know and and it's not worth anything. I might send it off to get graded if I ever did grade some cards just to just to have the legitimacy behind that card. But to me it's just as it's even more valuable knowing that, you know, I broke it apart so I could do whatever it was I was doing at, at nine or ten years old. But it but still held on to it, you know, because it was at the end of the day it's still Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and Dr. J, all on one card. Right. So, right. so that's my top five and why.
4: Yeah. and JP is probably going to find out later on this summer when he gets home, gets <laughs> in the attic and just.
0: I, I can't wait to get in that attic and see what kind of. I have tons of cards and I used to collect sports illustrated issues too. My dad still has all those up there from when I was a kid, but I have a ton of baseball cards up in the attic. I, I'd love to
3: what they are man. I forget it. oh yeah you know i mean i i've I've been back into this uh, probably just a couple months not not very long this time around you know but i it about four days a week i talk to somebody that that says just just what jp said Says, man i'm gonna go dig back into my cards i'm gonna go check those things out i'm gonna see what they're worth i'm gonna you know, and, and every one of them can, you know, it all ties back to what Matt was saying earlier. There's a transcendence there. And there's a reason why all these collectors have, have held on to that, whether it's, you know, stored in their parents' basement or attic or whether it's in the back room of their their home or whether it's in a storage unit or whether it's on full display in front of, you know, everybody that comes over to their house. There's a reason mm-hmm. why we held on to that stuff. You know, there's, I, I do believe there's a strong emotional attachment to to, to our collections, especially if we're sports fans, especially if we appreciate, you know, those guys. Um, I don't want to necessarily call them heroes or whatever, but, you know, those are people you, you looked up to back in the day, and you have a piece of that. So I, by all means, JP, when you get back home, man, get up there and give her a rip. Maybe maybe even put it on the YouTube channel, because I'm I'm sure somebody else, somebody else wants to do what you're going to do, and
0: they would love to watch you do it. Oh, definitely. Definitely. That's why Nate has so much fun. He's like, I said, I can't remember off the, he's done three wax packs that we put up on YouTube that he's just unwrapping. And he's, I think he's looking for a, I believe it's a Griffey junior uh, rookie card. And uh, there, there's like two other cards he's been looking for. So he's been buying up a, a bunch of wax packs and then he's just literally unwrapping them live online and seeing what you get. And, he, and he, he's pretty good versed in, 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 the, in the cards for baseball. So you know he'll he'll talk and he's really good at baseball stats too. So he'll talk a little bit about the player when he opens it and this and that. And uh, it was really interesting watching him do it because I wasn't there when he did it. He did it out of town. So and,
4: and you know, that, yeah, you guys, that, that that's what was so cool as well. Is we're we're talking about the 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 this the face of the of the cards and everything like that. But but the stats. And the little stories, some of the cards had little stories in, in the back of the card about the player and stuff like that. That
0: that was that was pretty incredible
4: stuff as well.
0: Well, and the one thing he was telling you, was, there was one card, and I don't remember what it was off the top of the head, off my head. It had a couple different versions of the card. And the one version he was looking for, there's something on the bottom of the bat like an X that, he, that oh. was very rare. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: um, so that that card right there is a Billy Ripken rookie card, right? And Billy Ripken yeah. was Cal Ripken's brother, right? And I believe it's yep. like a, a 79 or 80 Fleer. And what, what Cal Ripken did was wrote, you know, uh, he, he wrote a, a name on the bottom of that bat, you know, yep. a four-letter word. You know, I'm not going to use it right now, but it was yeah. that word, face. And was on the bottom of the bat, and it made it through yep. the first series of prints. And those Ooh. things are, are you know, we we the three of us don't have enough money to buy one in mint condition, ungraded, you know. Right. And that's a real hot item, you know. So like 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 misprints hmm. and and things like that. You know, there's a lot of people chasing Michael Jordan rookie cards. You know, those Fleer 80, I believe 84, 85 wax packs are selling in excess of $1,100 per pack. Oh. And, and I think it's an eight-card eight pack
1: from back wow. then,
3: you know. And that's one of the cool resurgence from social media is you have these card hunters hunting these cards with that knowledge, and, and they know what they're talking about. They know what they're looking for. they're They're not getting into it blind, and they're ripping those packs on YouTube, and they're giving all of these viewers – Tremendous amount of knowledge, and right. that knowledge builds appreciation for for the sport, builds appreciation for the hobby, and builds appreciation for for that individual as a as a as an expert in 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 that in that realm. So, man, it's a win 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 all across the board, if you ask me, brother. And
4: and, and to get to the now, you have to you have to realize the past,
3: and
4: and, and to it's good history. Sports cars are good history, you know, and, and, and we, we can't lose that. And I'm, I'm glad sports cars are making a huge comeback. Even like some people, like you said, Greg, some, it never left a lot of people. Even if, yeah. even if it left them physically, mentally, and emotionally, it really never did. As if they think about it now, it's like they're physically coming back now. It's like, wait a minute, they actually really did never leave me.
3: No, no, it, 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 it never does, you know. <laughs> I mean that, that that's what's crazy about it. You know, I I thought I was the only only guy like that, but like I said, man, if I if I meet 10 people in in that space, in that sports card space, six of them have an emotional attachment to something long time ago, you know. And that's you know, and 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 with that said, you know, it's really important that that we do take the time and we do uh pay our respects to those those people because that's valuable to them you know if if you're going if if you're trying to run a business or run a website or push content and you don't have appreciation for the the guys and gals on the left and right of you you're going to have a tough go of it you know because because you don't you definitely don't want to talk down somebody's emotional investment for sure you know so man, yeah, you know yeah. that's one of the things we always try to do is have a have a healthy appreciation for what those other collectors are into. You know, just because we might not be in that space or in that uh, involved in that realm, we, we've got to pay respects to to those people because without them, you know, we don't really have a leg to stand on.
4: And, and, and you're right, absolutely. I, I agree, I, absolutely. Agree. Hey, remember when um, speaking of Michael Jordan rookie cards, I. I I got to double check cuz I think I have might have like two or three I don't know which ones off the hand but um I might have like two or three Michael Jordan uh um uh, excellent I don't know if they're mint but they very well could be mint condition or close to mint condition uh uh Michael Jordan rookie cards and stuff. I know I have several Whoa, uh, Shaq Sha- I know I have several Shaq rookie cards but um
0: uh, but yeah. Right? That'd be crazy Whoa.
4: if I that one was one.
3: That's a
0: that's mm-hmm. awesome.
3: I mean, yeah. and, and if you do, know. you know, there's there's several different ways that you can go about, you know, preserving those cards and taking care of those cards. You know, there's a there's a big faction of collectors that uh, recommend and stand behind the card grading process. You know, uh, you know, basically taking your card, put it in a protective penny sleeve, and a, then a top loader, and then mailing it off to like Beckett or a PSA, paying them thirty bucks, they'll send it back to you, and a in a plastic slab with their rating on there, you know, there's a lot of people that believe in that, and, and and in some regards, it's kind of the way to go, especially if you want to legitimize your collection for like insurance purposes or to ensure that you could pass on something as a, as a as a heirloom with with considerable value. You know, uh, card shops and collectors will always be quick to drop close to market value on a on a slab or graded card. Um, raw cards, you know, if if they're preserved and, and it's simple as just sliding in a penny sleeve and putting it in a top loader, they can almost command the same the same type of respect, you know. Um and, and then if it's just a card that you you're just attached to, you know, do with it what you like. You know, no no one can tell you how to collect anything. So right, right. you know, th- but there's but there are ways to legitimize a collection and, and make it to where you know, you you can actually tell your insurance company, hey, I've got I've got two thousand dollars worth of cards and I wanna put a I wanna put a policy on them or I've got ten thousand dollars worth of cards. You know, you think about mm. it, if 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 you've got one of those eleven hundred dollar and up rookie uh Jordan rookie cards, it might be in your best interest to, to to put a policy on that guy for a few pennies a month, just in case. You know? Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, I remember uh, McDonald's had some basketball cards going on, and they had a really rare, rare one that they made. They only made like I think – I can't remember, like maybe like 100 or something like that across the whole country. And it was a Michael Jordan. It was like a silver – it looked like chrome. The card, the card looked like chrome. And the picture I was like, oh, man, wow. that'd be crazy. So I got one. I opened it up, and I got one of them. And I, I I have it somewhere. I know I have it somewhere, but I, I end up get. I was one of the lucky hundred or hundred fifty people that got one of those cards, and I have I have it somewhere.
0: Jojo, I've seen your desk. I don't know about <laughs> <it's> somewhere. <called>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it,
4: it looked like it was like it looked like. Remember that 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 uh, the the well the movie um. Uh, Predator. No, pre- Predator. Oh, Predator. Okay. And and you know, he looks like uh, transparent kind of. Yeah. The card kind of looks like that. Oh, okay. Like that, it's, but but more of a silver <laughs> look, like more like like the Silver Surfer. Oh. Like that. It kind of looks like that,
3: and I, I I end up getting one of those, and I, and I have it somewhere. Wow, that's amazing, mm-hmm. man! I'd I'd like to check it out if you if you find it and send if me I a pic of it that guy. Sure,
4: yeah, I'll, I'll let you check him out. And, and um, um, speaking speaking of the NBA cards and 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 cards of the future. You know what you know what could be a really huge card, you guys? Is um the Toronto Raptors versus the Golden State Warriors are in the finals right now, you know? Huh? Raptors win oh, yeah. one more game. They could they could they could wrap it up. <laughs> pun, intended pun intended again, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um <laughs> but they they could unwrap, pun intended. <laughs>
1: Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. To to right, bring okay. that here you will know, give you a couple of rims up. But yeah, What's a sound effect. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they do not had the sound effects. I don't think I but um, they, they, they could they could bring a whole whole new market for Canada sports cards because they could be the first team in NBA history from Canada that wins the wins the championship and the games could be in Canada. That could be uh, pretty pretty huge, especially capture uh, somebody gets captured that moment just right. You know what I mean? That that could be a a good collector right there because it'd be
3: the first time ever. Oh, oh, for sure. You know, uh, and I'm drawing a blank on who the, that dominant player is for Toronto right now. You know, I was just thinking about, about him earlier. Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. You know, there, there's always the next one, you know, and, and whether it was, whether it's Jordan or Gretzky or Tiger Woods or, you know, um, Emmett Smith or who, whoever the all-time great is that you can, you can think back to. And Nolan Ryan, there's always a next one. And, and, and maybe that's what we're watching right now. And if Toronto can close that series um, and, and take a ti- an NBA title to Canada, you know, uh, Kawhi Leonard, is he, he's, he's going to be riding that wave. And that, that would be the hot card to get across the NBA. I know the, the guy in Milwaukee, you know, I'm not that familiar with basketball. Um, But I know – and I can't say his name. He's the the Greek guy. The Greek freak is what I know him as. That guy right there, his card is blowing up huge across social media, across eBay, across collectors' websites. You know, um, there's a high dollar value on anything with those two players. So, you know, if if you're ripping NBA packs of any kind and those two two guys fall out, definitely definitely put them away and put them in safekeeping because uh, they'll (laughs) – like those old old cliche goes, you know, they might be worth something someday. Yeah,
0: definitely. I mean Giannis is one of the he, he had a breakout year this year and uh Kawhi, you know, he's he he's a perfect Canadian. Um, you know, coming off the Spurs, he was he's a quiet guy, uh, doesn't talk much. He, he got made fun of for his laugh actually when he when he actually laughed once on camera. <laughs> But uh he's yeah. you know, a quiet unsung hero up there and he really that whole team actually stepped it up right now, you know, top to bottom with the bench play and their defense. So interesting game tonight coming up. Yeah,
3: I can't I can't wait to watch it and you know, uh we've got a game seven, Stanley Cup final game, you know. That's yeah, that's always to watch a, that. that's always a great time in sports. You know, so you know, even though you know, my main sports not on the burner right now. Man, there's more than enough to be engaged and involved in right, uh, right. With, between between a classic uh, NBA Finals matchup and and another uh, long-awaited Stanley Cup Game Seven, you know. And, and mm. for the fans of St. Louis, right. you know, what is it? Forty-two years without a Stanley Cup. You know, thirty-six mm-hmm. of those years on 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 that cusp of greatness, making it to the playoffs and never never climbing that mountaintop. And if if they're to if they were to Close out game seven. Uh, you know, St. Louis, it, there might not be a St. Louis left. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: that yeah. place is going to go crazy. Oh, yeah. here's a, here's
0: they they might just rip the arch down. I don't know. Uh, here's a trivia question. The last time the St. Louis Blues were in the playoffs was 1970. The Stanley Cup Finals was 1970. Who did they play? Boston Bruins. Yes, they did. <laughs> and unlike last time, great. they didn't <laughs> Yeah, wow, that's awesome. yeah. cool. Yeah, it's yeah. It, you there, know, there's, it's there's gonna there's, be a fun game Wednesday night. I'm a, a very big hockey fan, and any game seven in a Stanley Cup is the mecca of all games for me. Well, yeah, yeah,
3: I agree. You know, it's, it's better than to me. It's better than the Super Bowl. Um, it's you know, I've got three things I gotta watch each year, and, and the Stanley Cup playoffs, any game seven, especially a, a finals game seven. Uh, the Kentucky Derby and uh, and of course yep. the the Super Bowl. You know, I yep. mean, uh, if I miss any one of those, then I'm I'm off kilter for about another year.
0: I, I'm the same way. Same way.
3: That's cool. That's cool.
4: Uh, hey, you guys. So,
0: I, I I got um
4: like, JP talked earlier. Um, it, it, he, he made not in front of. He made light of because you know. You know, I have had, you know, who who hasn't that did, did not play sports growing up or anything rough housing or anything like that has not had like a concussion here and there, but some of us get it different ways. Earlier, um and we had concussion experts on, on the on our podcast on the on Jojo ways, uh before, uh concussion experts. And JP earlier said um he made light of the concussion because he, he experiences many concussions, but you know what I mean? But um to, so you, you got you got to make light of it and stuff like that, even though sometimes things are serious. But at the same time, I'm going to transition that into infamous cards. What about what do you guys think about infamous cards? And are are they good collecting? Not I don't know about the word good, but are they good collecting and valuable collecting as far as like like um, O.J. Simpson, uh, Junior. Uh, no, Junior. Uh, uh, Hernandez, Hernandez,
0: DJ uh, uh, Strawberry. Daryl Strawberry. Strawberry, Doc Gooden,
4: and the one that did the stories from, from San Francisco Giants, uh,
0: Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds,
4: like those cards. I, I, me for one, I'll start it off since I, I bring up the, I put my, I put I'm not I'm not trying to put anybody in the hot seat, but I'll put myself in that hot seat even though I said it's not a hot seat. I think I think those cards could be uh, in, in some unique, interesting way. They could be very valuable to a lot of collectors out there because there's collectors of all sorts of things on, on cards. What do you guys say?
3: Well, you know, it's interesting that you said huh? that, you know, I I've, I've, I've got I've got some O.J. Simpsons and uh last week, you know, I was I was sorting through a lot of cards. One of one of my uh friends through Instagram had we, we had arranged to trade. And so I'm sorting through cards and I'm pulling cards to trade with him and I come across a, an interesting card and it was a Lawrence Phillips rookie card. So this guy, uh, you know, was a a first round draft Choice, I believe, by the Los Angeles Rams, maybe the St. Louis Rams, no, back come, coming off a great career at Nebraska, and yep, you know you're exactly that right. guy. About eight years after he was drafted, he ended up dying in prison, and and I looked at that card and I thought, man, what a what a crazy story, you know. And I and I don't think that it has any okay. monetary value per se, but uh, you know, it's just interesting to to know that that for every every card that I can pick up and, and that's a hero. You know, there's also another card I can pick up and that guy's story didn't end very well. So right there, you know, like if I'm if I'm going over my collection with with my son or other young collectors, you know, you you can really use it to to illustrate the good and the bad of of decision making and you know just everything that goes along with it. You know, I don't know that monetarily speaking, those that that would be very valuable. Um, but well, you know what, I, I think they could hold be on, very hold useful.
4: On real quick, Greg. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good way to wrap that up. let check this out. I'm not going to say it. But anyways, um, as as far as like monetary, may, maybe it's to somebody out there. They will be willing to pay like a, a lot of big bucks for that, for that, uh, here it said, Carberry Bonds or 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 OJ or something like that because it it could take them back to the. We were talking about everyone has their own memories, everyone has all special, yep. special memories. So maybe that could take them back in not so much what they did later on in the life, but that right then and there, you know, what I mean, we we, we can't, yeah. fact, like, who are we to judge, so to speak, even though. We we could um, say something like, hey man, I, I don't. Do. Obviously, nobody agrees with what they did
0: later on. But as well, far as the, the sports part of it, I, I heard someone say this the one time. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure who. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if it was about OJ or somebody else. The market is is what someone's willing to pay for it. You know, maybe that's OJ. They have a special memory of OJ beating OJ or something like that, or, or like with Lawrence Phillips you just brought up. You know, you can you can show that card to your son or your kids or or whatever, and say, you know, this guy had it all at one point, thrown in jail, got killed in jail oh. eight years later, and use that as you could have everything one day and absolutely mm. nothing the next. Cards are storytelling.
3: E- either way, you know, like um, like I think I think back in '84, uh, there was uh, there was a the first series of maybe Fleer basketball. Might have produced like a Lynn Bias rookie card, and and I know there is monetary value on that. You know, yeah, sad yeah. sad story, but uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, there. I mean, it, it. I think there's good and bad to it. You know, I mean. I think I have a there, Bias
1: card.
3: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Years later, mm-hmm. you know, Crazy. I mean,
4: yeah, it'd yeah. be
3: interesting to, to to go through and find out. Um.
4: No. Mm-hmm. No. No.
3: No. No. It's. It's. Sort
4: of the same topic, but even though it's on the same track, but not the same topic, so to speak. Like cards, that, like um, like uh, uh, kind of could bring up sad memories, for example, uh, uh junior sale. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That's that that that's another thing too, you know. Like, um, and and with the way things have evolved, you know, while when when junior was was wrecking havoc at USC and and on the uh, on the field in San Diego and New England, we, we really weren't educated enough about the effects of CTE. You know, now oh, yeah. keep sure in mind that, no. that, 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 that during that time, you know, like like a guy like Mike Webster was dealing with some seri- pretty serious stuff. And yeah. um, th- th- those cards can, can be used as, like, indicators or, you know, lack of better terms, uh, reminders of, of how important it is to evolve the game. And, and evolve the safety and, and and evolve the 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 player care and you know just the the game's changed for the better because of that. So if if you have a junior out it, it may come with good and bad memories, you know. But I, I'm I'm willing to bet, you know, I never met Seial, I never shook his hand or thanked him for what he did out on the field, but I bet you know the majority of people you talk to that that did meet him and did know him. Have have more positive things to say than uh, than negative things, you know, and and that's the yeah, beauty right. of it, you know. It, it allows us to to put that in in the best of lights and and go on about our days, you know, in a positive way.
4: So sports sports cards have uh, fun lessons, uh, uh, rough lessons. Jp said uh, um, lessons of, of life yeah what what awesome can you can fire. do and not do and what's you know like way to way to get on the the, the straight and narrow path more to watch yourself everything you know, sports cards are, are are very storytelling of every i can't think of a level that there could not be with with sports cards they I, can touch I i don't any think I, to anybody
3: yeah, and I don't think i could, i would disagree with you at all jojo I, I, I got to back you up on that a hundred percent.
4: And you guys, JP. We we talked about uh, we 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 asked uh, Greg, and he he had some good ones: Zero Campbell, and Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, um, and, and Dr. J. Uh-huh. Your top at the top of your head, you might forget. Remember some other ones there, but top of your head. Not special edition cards, but just regular cards. Regular cards. Your, your, your top five cards.
0: Uh, I was always baseball. I was always like baseball cards. So most okay, so likely, all your
4: fiber is going to be baseball.
0: Yes. Okay. It would, be, it would be. Mike Schmidt.
4: Oh, Mike Schmidt. Steve mm-hmm. Carlton.
0: Oh. Uh, oh. Nolan Ryan.
4: Yeah. Um. Oh. And, then, and, and you don't have to own the cards. It's the cards that you
0: would have or Yeah. You would right, have. right. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, Darren Dalton was one of them because I was a catcher. Oh. He had the blonde. What, what about model wife? Yeager. Oh. So, well, Jaeger's a good one. Jaeger's a good one. There's one I'm forgetting right off the top of my head. That I, oh goodness, Ozzy McGee. Oh. Yep, Ozzy McGee.
4: There was, wait a minute. You made me think something. Was there two different Aussies in baseball?
0: There was an Aussie Smith. Aussie Smith. But I'm thinking about this was like the Or I'm thinking Eddie uh I'm thinking for the 170s ball player. The one you'd like to do uh, back oh, That's Ozzie Smith. That's Ozzie Smith. That's yeah. Ozzie Smith. But, yeah, now, Schmidt, Schmidt is my favorite. Fig- I'm a big Phillies fan, so Schmidt was wow. always my oh, favorite. Means- I have a lot of Schmidt. Pete problems. Rose? He, Pete Rose, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, but, know, that, could be, that could fall that, into that the that infamous. Could, that, that could fall into the infamous. You know, with his gambling, and he's still not allowed really back into the ball, but... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a whole other story. Let him
4: play. Day. Let him in,
0: everybody. Let him in.
4: People we, make mistakes. People we, make we've mistakes.
0: gone over this one at great length on the, uh, the Saturday <laughs> and show, and, and uh, let's just say it was not PG-13. <laughs> yeah, <sure laughs>
4: Thank so. you. He has, he has a nice um,
0: lacrosse shirt going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, I never even see that. I'm jealous.
4: I'm jealous. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Hey. So I'm kind of bummed that neither of you guys asked me about my fight for a
0: well, we're about to. Your favorite, Joe. Wait, wait.
4: You didn't. You didn't say
0: all the reasons why. Oh, you you did. No, you Philly. I said Philly. A I love the Phillies. I was a catcher, and I collected baseball cards. I right. I dabbled in other sports a little bit, but mm-hmm. it was mostly baseball cards uh, that that I did because I was, was the baseball. You of, always so, yo-yoed back. Well, I, I was. I started off in baseball, then I started Pee Wee football, into high school football, then I blew my knee out. Right. So uh, um, it was always baseball was the first passion. I was, I was looking to go to college on a baseball scholarship that's a catcher mm-hmm. and until I blew my knee So baseball was always the first passion.
4: My cards, you guys? Um, but you got, no, no, no. You guys have to officially ask.
0: Me. All right, JoJo. Your top <laughs> yeah. five cards and why they are. And I'll tell you what. If you say you have them somewhere... I'm gonna send you off to TSA for thirty bucks to get you rated on sale, okay? Okay, the item might have somewhere. No, I'm All right,
4: um, man, that's a, that's not fair. Okay, let me try. Um, man, um, okay, I would think probably whether I have them or not, just like just like I asked you guys. Ma'am, I'll, I'll, I, can't, I can't answer my own question. Okay, so how, how about we got um, Earl Campbell, just like, like Greg here. Earl Campbell has got to be one. Um, I, I got to go with, you know, me and my lacrosse guys. I got always go with the lacrosse card. A, A, any top, like, like uh, Junior or one of the pals, or, uh, Casey Powell, Junior, one of the um, – man, let's see um, –
3: I know.
0: I'm
4: curious about you know. I think about um, um, either. Um, I can't do an either. It's yeah. got to be one. What about that? I
0: was I was gonna say either. Uh, there's there's no one A or one B here.
4: Dang man, you guys are tough on me, man. I don't get a buy. What about that uh, Jordan oh. card
3: from McDonald's, man? That that sounded like a pretty epic find. Yeah, that that card.
4: Man, even even though Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, and Shaq were my favorite players, uh, yeah, Ma- Michael Jordan. That card I was talking about. Man, uh, if if I find that card, oh, but JP said I can't do that.
1: <laughs>
4: oh,
3: oh, okay. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I'll, I'll
0: box you up. He's <laughs> <You did. laughs> <You're gonna> box... <laughs> oh, Okay, speaking of boxing,
4: <laughs> maybe um a, a Sugar Ray Leonard card.
0: A good
4: one. Oh yeah, yeah. He he. Him and Mike Tyson were my favorite uh, Tyson uh, professional sure, boxers. Force,
0: Sugar Ray Leonard, one of the most purest punchers mm-hmm. you've ever seen. Yeah,
4: I would have to probably go Sugar Ray Leonard, even though some might have more. Right. He know, was one of the pure monetary, you know, yeah, money. Sugar Ray Leonard, um, yeah. John Elway, and, and probably uh, uh Franco Harris.
3: Franco's a good one. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, that's a that's a pretty solid list there, Joe. Yeah, yeah, because I, I like Mean Joe Green so much too, though. Um, the, the, those those cards were were pretty awesome, you know. It's like it's not it's kind of unfair to say your top five, huh? You could say top ten, and they'll still be super tough.
0: It's like it's like trying to put the the Mount Rushmore of the NBA top five in there. All of a sudden, you come up with instead of five phases, you come up with twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: so. yeah, you you almost need like three or four mountains. You know,
1: and,
3: and <laughs> the 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 longer you watch sports, and the you, the longer you're dialed in, the bi- the bigger those mountains become. You know, you can think of so yeah. many great players over the years.
4: Greg, we got we got we got less than one minute left on our on our airtime, um. So thank you again. We got we got we to gotta, uh, get you on often, and and maybe even um. Get, get get you like get you like a, a show. Well,
0: I think we have to have him on the Saturday show to talk with Nate. And watch yeah,
4: yeah, exactly. you definitely got to come because that that show, Greg, it, it, it it's come as you are, meaning not coming. It's uh anything goes. Like you could be PG thirteen, you could be PG, you could be rated R on, on 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 the audio and everything like that. On the Saturday show, I, I always say J- we're J- really, got to get
3: you on that show.
0: We I always say we're like the Howard Stern of sports talk radio. Is, yeah, is the way I
3: would yeah. It sometimes. You know, I've checked you guys out in the past, and I and I and I love what you guys are doing, man. You know, I'd be uh I'd be humbled humbled and honored, you know, to to help you out however I can, man. Thank you. Thank
0: you, thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. I'll get uh, your information from Jojo here, and uh, we'll yeah. set up a time here coming up in in the next couple of weeks.
3: And, and, and the sports offensive,
4: even though it's a sports event, sometimes we could venture off different topics. You know, like like for example, Greg, it's it's up to you, obviously. But you you could get a show that talks about. Um, your 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 sports cars, your sports, and, and even off topic of sports, as far as like um, because what you talked about, like you went you know through the divorces, through your war, your your, your, your veteran. It, by the way, thank you for for, for, for
3: serving the country.
1: Oh yes, yeah, thank you,
3: thank you. Oh man, that's a, you know, I I appreciate those kind words, you know, and it, it was a it was a privilege and a, a a pleasure and an honor to be able to to work in that capacity. You know, I, I was real fortunate to be able to to uh, strap up, strap on the those combat boots for for the length of time that I did, and, and you know I'm, I was just grateful for that uh, opportunity, and, and I'm and I'm humbled to hear you, uh, both of your kind words. Thank you.
4: Yes, great. And if you want to, you got to talk to JP obviously, because um, he's he's one of, obviously one of the directors of of the of the TSO the Sports Offensive. Uh, but talk to talk to I, I put my good word in on that and um, I think it would be a good sh- a good show to even um, collaborate and, and bring bring that because I would think though when you were in war sports helped you out and stuff like that we talked about your cars you you got to talk to JP off there and, and maybe maybe you guys can make that happen do like a, a little yeah.
3: a little show on that yeah
4: I'll get to, I'll get all well, you your
0: uh, your information from JoJo here.
3: All right, sounds good, man. Hit me up anytime, man. And if you guys don't mind, I'd like to give a couple of shouts out to some of the guys in the community that that have helped me Absolutely. out uh, on the, my reintroduction to the the, the social uh, media platform and collecting again. You know, I already talked about you know, uh, Bus and 87 on Instagram and YouTube. Another another one of my YouTube favorites is uh, Rippin with Biggin. He's new into the game, but he's he's got a good heart and he's collecting from a good place. If you can, go over there, uh, drop a like, drop a comment, hit the subscribe button. And um, one of my main guys uh, that I like to buy and purchase cards from, Ram Torres with NorCal Hobby Shop. NorCal Hobby Shop across all platforms. Hit those guys up, man. You know, do them right. They'll take great care of you, you know, way better than that old old crusty cigar chewing (laughs) SOB. That we used to have to deal with back in the day, man. So big shout out to those guys and everybody else out there across the platforms that are are, are doing what they're doing and, and putting their passion out there for for other people to see and follow.
4: Every, cool. Everyone, hit us all up. We're we're, we're about out of time. We got to get the music going, but uh, everyone hit us up on the Twitter and Instagram. Well, mine is JoJo War underscore Jumper. You got the Sports Offensive on Twitter. The the SPT Offensive. Just follow mine and you'll, you'll, you'll see their links. Uh, follow it on, uh, I'll tag it up on Instagram. Follow, uh, hit the Instagram, look at mine and you'll find Greg. This is uh, GK45 times 45. Anyways, um, you guys, we're out. Th- thank you so much for, for the time, everyone, for everyone that's listening in. iHeartRadio, iTunes, tune in, Stitcher, and of course the good old, the sportsoffensive.com. Offensive
3: oh. Alright thanks fellas I appreciate it right on Jake.
0: It's time to warrior up Grab one cream and two sugars For a cup of JoJo
1: and you watch me Playing guitar And you feel what My fingers can do you wish. Yeah. Yeah.